Hi, I'm Siggy, born and raised in St. Catharines, Ontario, and now living in the nation's capital of Ottawa. And I'm Jazzy, born in Manila, Philippines, raised in Toronto, Canada, and schooled all over southwestern Ontario. You're listening to the Halo Halo podcast, a delicious mix of pop culture and the Filipino-Canadian life. Before we start our podcast, we'd like to acknowledge the lands we're podcasting on. I'm podcasting from the traditional lands of the Huron-Wendat, the Seneca, and most recently, the Mississaugas of the Credit River. And I'm podcasting from the traditional unceded territory of the Algonquin and Anishinaabeg people. Welcome to our taste test episode where we sample something fresh from the pop culture buffet, and then we'll tell you what we think. On this episode of the taste test, Jesse samples Top Line, currently streaming on CBC Gem. Mm. Oh, I love that beginning. Now, we know what you're watching. We know what you're taste testing. What did it taste like? Before I get into it, I just want to say, listeners, my co-host here, Siggy, is just recovering a little bit from a lost sore throat or <laughs> sore throat. It's non-COVID related, but it's yep. just like, so if you sense a little bit of a more subdued energy, it's because like we're in recovery mode. But nevertheless, <laughs> I'll tell you what it did taste like. It tasted like a whiskey tasting. It was uh. really rich. It was layered. It was dark and effervescent. It really reminded me of a flight of whiskey Ooh. or scotch. And it was just episode by episode, it was progressively getting deeper and one flavor building off of the next, building on the next. It was really rich and layered and wonderful that way. You know, it started off very singular at the beginning. And then as each episode started to unfold and it really blended a lot of different sounds and themes, you know, like very apropos of what this entire stories about. So for those of you that don't know, Topline tells the story of Tala slash Aisha, who gets discovered by a production team in Toronto after releasing a social media sensation of this song called Cotton Candy. And then she's asked, Tala's asked to join to eventually find her own song along the way. And for those of you that don't know what a top liner is or what a top line is, it's basically when Sigs and I were kind of coming through, right? <laughs> we would know them as melodists. And right. really they write the melody and they write the hooks and they write the lyrics usually. So what happens is production teams provide top liners or in the day <laughs> is as we would say melodists. <laughs> they would be provided produced beats and these top liners would then put a melody and set of lyrics on top of it. And so that's what Tala would do. So it's different from a singer songwriter or songwriter in terms of method and production. And, you know, something that I kind of think of there, is there any really difference between a top liner and a melodist? And Darren Hayes, formerly of Savage Garden, would good. probably say there is it. And that a melodist is indeed responsible for the hits or the song itself. It's interesting today, the backbeats are just as important as the melody itself. And I think this is why probably Darren Hayes has takes exception with this idea of calling a top liner a top liner when really it's actually the melodist that actually brings you into the song and then creates that ear worm in your mind and keeps you singing that same song. In any event, lovely, lovely show. It felt like I was drinking a flight of whiskey, each with much more layered tones in their whiskey barrel, smoky, edgy, oaky type of drink is what I would say. That's a great way to start off. Now, was it definitely worth those pop culture calories? Mm, it was. And yet I have to say it was light. And uh -huh. the reason why I have to say that is, is, is because it's a web series. So mm. it's not... 
25 minutes, like a half hour episode. It's mm-hmm. not like 90 minutes or 60 minutes or 58 minutes. You know, they were 15 minute episodes, 12 to 15 minute episodes. So it was definitely worth the pop culture calories. And it was wonderful to hear and watch what is decidedly a Filipino, Filipina story revolving again around finding your voice and coming of age. And yet, interestingly enough, also contemplating the importance of family and as well as grief. What does it remind you of in the pop culture buffet? Mm. It's really interesting. It is procedural drama that meets glee, that meets, again, a coming of age story. Uh And again, I can't really stress enough about it's about Tala finding her voice. And I don't think I'm giving that much away. Like, I think Mm -hmm. after the first episode, you kind of figure out that that's probably what she's going to do. But it is so enjoyable seeing her kind of fumble around, finding a melody, riffing on things, and then eventually figuring out, okay, this is who I am and this is what I'm meant to be. And there was also comfort in knowing that a song would be produced at the end of each episode and that it would typically reflect the theme being explored for that episode. So it was just incredible. Like there was a brand new song each week, each episode. It was fun to hear the backbeats. It was fun to hear Tala figure out what she's going to say. And then it was interesting to see if it was going to reflect the episode or how it was going to reflect the episode. So that's kind of the reason why it reminded me of Glee. There would always be that build up in the Glee mm-hmm. episodes where it's like, okay, we're going to get to the showstopper hit and stuff like that. And so it would be like, oh, the, everything kind of comes together. So it was kind of fun to have that anticipation. Sometimes I know that the Romeo Candido, who was the showrunner and put this all together, reversed it up on a couple of episodes where it was the song that it was at the beginning. And then yeah. like, you know, the episode kind of unfolded from that song. But it felt very comforting to know that it's like, okay, we're going to get this really beautiful song at the end. And quite varied, I might say. Quite varied in terms, like some of it bordering on EDM, if not EDM, and then other times like really nice R&B sounds, others very hip-hop sound, and a bit of trap music, you know, in terms of background. So in any event, very enjoyable, very comforting. Again, a procedural drama that meets Glee, meets a coming-of-age story is, is what it reminds me on the pop culture. That's essay. interesting, Miss Matt. Now, aside from the music, what else did you appreciate about it? Specifically the talent, the talent of Romeo Candido to to not only tell an amazing story about navigating two worlds, you know, whether it be R&B music, EDM, and that world of Filipino responsibility and expectations. And I thought he told that story quite well of needing to kind of go back and forth in these different worlds and the difficulty that happens and how can you figure out in terms of integrating these two worlds together. And what I also really appreciated is his ability to write a great hook or a top line or that, a melody, you know, or a melody talent, for that yeah. matter. Yeah, like you and I can talk our heads off. Maybe that's our superpower, that's our <laughs> talent. You know, if you asked us to write a melody, I couldn't do that for the life of me. So I am in awe and shock and amazement that he was able to write all this amazing music for all these different episodes, original music I've never heard before and wonderful too. So each episode, I looked forward to, again, the song that was going to be produced and being sung. And then, you know, there's like a playlist out there. So, you know, there's a Spotify playlist out there and it was just fun to kind of listen to it and a lot of catchy hooks I'd find myself humming the next day so and even like a, a skim from it like and Jesse he really does span everything right from even like a little bit of K-pop was even yeah. loaded in right yeah there was like K-pop there was R&B there was a bit of rap EDM different that's, types of EDM that's amazing Just, that's talent now I will always remember what oh who was it that said this now 
I can't remember now. I'll have to kind of put this in the show notes if I can ever remember it. But I've always remembered this line, which is a melody is a melody is a melody. It doesn't matter if you slow it down uh-huh. or put it in front of a country music background or if you remix it in some way, shape or form. A melody is a melody is a melody. He just shows that, you know, you can put this melody in front of anything and produce it well. And it's still wonderful to hear. And again, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Like just quite talent. And I'm very appreciative of that as far as I'm concerned. Well, I don't think we need any convincing here. Would you sample this again? Uh, in a heartbeat. In a heart- in fact, <laughs> I am actually. I'm re-reviewing it again and just kind of like for my own benefit. I would certainly sample the series again. And I can't wait until the second season comes out. So we need a second season. I want to see what Tala does now in terms of she's now found her voice and figured out how to merge a few worlds together. So watch out world. Like here comes Tala. I can't wait to see what Tala slash Aisha does. To whom would you recommend it? Mm. Anyone under 30 is what (laughs) automatically kind of comes to mind. Anyone that's looking for one of those stories where you find your voice or tell your own story. You know, I really enjoyed that part. And I think anyone that is wanting to see what it's like to be a Filipina, Filipinex person in the diaspora navigating two worlds and trying to find a way to blend it. I think that's who it's really meant for, is for people just trying to combine worlds together when you think that they're not combinable, as far as I'm concerned. I am intrigued. I'm gathering most of our listeners listening to this episode is probably going to be intrigued and want to watch Top Line, which is currently streaming on CBC Gem. Anything else before I take us out, Kuya? You know, watch it and then hum it and then tell us on our socials what is your favorite top line song. So curious to find out. Yeah. Email us at holoholopopculture at gmail.com. The Holo Holo podcast is available on all podcast platforms. Rate us and leave a review. You can find us on Twitter, our handles at holoholopop and on Instagram at holoholopopculture. Finally, we receive editorial feedback from Mary Beth Badian. Our musical theme is by Cheltering and we'll see all of you guys again real soon. See you soon.